0: Rail Group On Air is sponsored by the 6th Annual Rail Insights, a Railway Age conference and expo. Rail Insights will take place on June 17th and 18th at the Union League Club of Chicago in Chicago, Illinois. To register, go to www.railwayage.com insights. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rail Group On Air, a joint podcast by RTNS, Railway Age, and IRJ Magazines. I am your host, Bill Wilson. I am the editor-in-chief of RTNS Magazine, and welcome to another podcast. This is Rail Group On Air. To me, nothing beats the sight and sound of ocean waves crashing down on the beach. I had the chance to enjoy the movement of the Pacific Ocean when I attended the NRC annual conference in San Diego earlier this year. But little did I know at the time, that not far from where I was staying, the coastline was in distress. I mean, I know about how erosion is affecting life along the east and west coasts, I mean I've known that for years. Every once in a while, news of a beach house collapsing pops up. However, I did not know erosion was crippling the rail industry right near San Diego. A train line used by Amtrak and Sandag runs along the Delmar Bluffs. It's one of the most scenic routes in the country, but below the surface is the potential for disaster. Erosion is creating unpredictable consequences. The rising levels of the ocean is not helping matters, but it might take decades before the Pacific swallows the coastline. The disaster I am talking about is caused by rain events. Weather events in general have become more severe and more frequent over the past few years. Everyone in the rail industry is familiar with what happened in 2019 when a barrage of heavy rain events and sudden and extreme temperature shifts wreaked havoc in America's heartland. The Delmar Bluff is like an inactive volcano. It can erupt at any time, and no one knows when that time will be. Just this past November, severe rains caused a series of bluff collapses, one occurring mere feet from the railroad tracks. Sandag has outlined a course of action, it is currently working to stabilize the bluffs, and in the long term, there is talk about constructing a tunnel four or five miles off the shore. But what if that inactive volcano erupts again between now and then? What if this time it is more serious? I had the opportunity to talk to Sandag's Director of Engineering, John Haggerty, and here's what he had to say. Do you want to kind of give me a, a current picture as far as how everything is going right now? What's, what's the line like as far as uh, the land? Uh, I know that there was an incident in November that we can get into uh, you know, a little bit later, but just talk about the current situation there.
1: Well, the current situation is stabilized. Uh, we had some uh, bluff erosion. Um, and we had already actually reinforced the bluff, and so we went back and did some repairs. And so right now, um, all of the service on the line continues to run. And so this is the Sand corridor through San Diego. So it's a, a coaster, which is a local commuter rail. Uh, Amtrak runs down the line, um, and the BNSF runs freight service. So all of that service is back up and uh, in normal operation.
0: Do you want to talk about what happened in, in November? Uh, kind of describe to me what went on and uh, what was done to repair uh, that problem?
1: Sure. So, uh, in November, just right at the, uh, the Thanksgiving holiday, um, we had a, kind of a, a very localized rainstorm. And uh, we got about two, a little more than two inches of rain um, fell in the area right where the the del mar bluffs there the bluffs are about a mile 1.6 1.7 miles um, where the the train is actually on a, a sandstone bluff uh, above the, o- the pacific ocean and so there was a significant amount of rain uh, what we normally see in one month of the typical month of november we got twice that amount of rain in two days and so that rain um, just more or less overwhelmed the drainage uh, you know, uh, ditches um, and other uh, structures underneath the track um, that basically drain from the east, uh, capture the uh, water on the east side of the track, and then transfer it over to the west side where the ocean is. And so we they just got overwhelmed, and water came over the top, crossed the track, and in two locations caused erosion on the bluff. Um, okay. And that erosion then um, actually exposed some piles that we had already put in um, to the bluff to okay. stabilize the track and so we under an emergency um, a contract with uh, the contractor who was building our mid coast project uh, because they had the, the rail mounted equipment they needed to get out there and do the work um, they mobilized and came out and so they just basically put in uh, some lagging and then poured concrete in the void behind the wall at one location and then a weekend later, they came back and did uh, took the piles that were exposed, um, did some excavation, added a, a, a reinforcing mesh between the piles, and then shot concrete in there, did a shotcrete uh, um, finish that was actually um, colored concrete, and they did a rock sculpture finish on it. So it really blends into the cliffs right now. So if you're standing on the beach, you would have to really look for the repair. I mean, it's visible, but you have to know what you're looking for.
0: Has this been the the worst that has happened, uh, or has there been another incident over the last two or three years?
1: Um, This is the the major incident. Uh, The the bluffs in this area um, are subject to what we call retreat, and so they're constantly retreating, which is the reason we have piles in on the areas where the bluffs are closest to or most vulnerable to retreating and and, um, essentially causing a, a, a stability issue with the railroad uh, we've gone through a series of uh, projects to put piles in. So what happened is exactly what we anticipated in terms of bluff retreat, that the bluff would retreat, it would hit the piles, and then we would um, put a, essentially a retaining wall in front of those or, or connected to those piles. This instance wasn't bluff retreat. It just happened to be that the water came over the tracks and eroded it from the, basically the track side instead of being eroded from the ocean side.
0: Does it does it raise your level of concern? I mean, I know, you know, I don't know how, I don't know if this was like a 100-year rain event and saying, I mean, I'll, I'm sure you guys aren't used to getting a lot of rain like that, but did that really raise the red flag? Uh, did it really make you guys concerned that, wow, I mean, this could happen? Or did it just reassure you saying, well, look, we everything that we designed is in place and it worked?
1: Um, you know, honestly, the answer to that question is both. One, what we right. had in, in place worked and it worked the way it was supposed to work Um, but we've always we we continue to have and have had a a progressive program to continue to reinforce the bluffs Um, with this erosion um, it kind of shown a spotlight on that so we're now accelerating doing what we call uh, Delmar four five and six which are going to continue to reinforce the bluff and fix the drainage issues so right now we've really on a maintenance issue, gone back in and made sure that uh, part of the issue was when that rain came in, it came in with a lot of silt and debris and so forth, and, and not just overwhelm the tracks, but overwhelmed the drainage structures. So we're making sure that, that that's taken care of, and that the the drainage that's existing is ready to handle, um, you know, what to its full capacity. And then we're also going to be doing, like I said, under Delmo 4, 5, and 6, um, additional drainage to make sure that we don't have that erosion or the water coming over the tracks and eroding down the face of the cliff. And we're also trying to reinforce with those, the um, the cliff itself with more pilings. Um, and then we're proposing to do some work at the toe of the bluff to keep the ocean from eroding at the toe of the bluff. So. We're we're looking at you know how to resolve the drainage issue coming from the east across the tracks, and the water coming from the ocean that's kind of slowly eroding at the toe of the cliff. So we're looking at all of those. Um, you know, right now we don't have an immediate concern with where the um, bluffs are and how the train's operating, um, but in an era of potential sea level rise, um, we we're, we we're, think we're subject to some level of climate change where storms and droughts are becoming more intense on both sides. So we just want to be prepared for that.
0: So uh, looking at, at the future, and you, you mentioned that, um, there is talk of, of, of a tunnel, you know, constructing a tunnel uh, offshore there. Um, if you could maybe talk about that, and are there any other proposals out there other than a tunnel?
1: Um, yeah, so the, we've presented to our board um, an option to, to essentially um, do a little bit more work kind of bench the, uh, the train into the bluffs um, that was one alternative uh, that will have some concern from the California Coastal Commission and the city of Del Mar. Uh, SandAG has already done a study looking at relocating the tunnels inland or relocating the line inland which would be essentially a, a tunnel through Del Mar uh, under Del Mar. Um, Del Mar has a, a the topography is there's the lagoon kind of at sea level on the, both the north and the south sides. And Del Mar's more or less kind of a large hill in there. So one of the options would be the tunnel underneath the city uh, and realign the tracks further to the east, um, which would potentially also take us out of a single track area over um, the lagoon to the south. So we've studied those options, but now um, with the focus uh, from the last, uh, from this rain event in November, um, there's increased interest Right now, in expediting, um, looking at uh, what we need to do to stabilize the bluffs and what we need to do to relocate um, the train uh, or put it in some final uh, alignment. And the preferred alignment is more than likely going to be some kind of tunnel to the east.
0: Is there still a concern, though, that something like a 100-year event could happen and uh, something catastrophic could happen? Or are you like, well, the system we have in place is designed for just that?
1: Well, I think what's got, by the time we finish Del Mar Bluffs 4, 5, and 6, that, that would give us where, at least in the bluff area, that's, that's not an issue. I think we will have looked at all of the drainage, um, sized the drainage structures for the 100-year you know, event, and we will have reinforced the cliffs in a way based on, um, again, we now have, we kind of did a big survey of where the cliffs were 20 years ago. Now we're going to go back and, and with the uh, University of California, um, they have some LIDAR, and we're going to really look at what actually happened. And so we will then be able to identify the areas that most need to be reinforced. So, you know, that's where we're at right now is how do we protect the, the bluff and the train operation there um, to get us to the point where we, we will eventually have relocated it. So, yeah, we will – the end of um, this these um, – Bluff stabilization projects uh, will be at a point where I think we're absolutely confident that we're not going to have either a, a bluff failure or a rain event that seriously impacts our ability to operate. I mean, that is the goal.
0: That was a portion of my interview with John Haggerty. In the essence of time, I picked out some of the more critical questions related to the erosion at Del Mar. Sandeg is confident it will avoid a major disaster. And I am not here to debate that, but I also talked to Patrick Barnard, who is a research geologist at the USGS Pacific Coastal and Marine Science Center, and his concern is how the bluffs could collapse several feet all at one time.
2: You know, by nature, bluffs retreat, and they're uh, they're a hazard, and so it's a challenge to to shore those up to uh, you know protect the bluffs and or protect you know, infrastructure that is built within or at the base or the top of those bluffs.
0: And when I talked to sandig uh, yesterday, you know, they're doing a number of efforts to try and, you know, slow down the erosion, um, reinforce, and they're, they're also, they're getting involved, about to get involved in some efforts this month and into March. And I asked, I simply asked them, I mean, can it handle, you know, an event, you know, like, you know, like what happened late last year. And right. uh, they just they seem confident that, that what they're doing is is, is gonna be enough until, you know, they decide, you know, to, to move the line. There's been talks of moving the line. I mean, how do you how do you feel about that? Do you think it can't indeed be okay for the next fifteen to twenty years?
2: You know, cliffs are, cliffs are just inherently unstable and they don't generally fail little by little. They may appear stable and then you'll have a large failure and you'll lose you know 20 feet of of bluff and so you know on average in california the bluffs retreat about a foot a year which is sort of like the back of the envelope but they don't retreat one foot every year they'll you know maybe in a certain area they'll do nothing and then they'll they'll lose 20 feet you know after 20 years of being stable so it's a real challenge um i think in any any sense harnessing Mother Nature and these sort of large geologic processes is always a, a major challenge. And there's definitely lots of efforts that have been made to shore up bluffs, to reinforce the base, to prevent water, or at least some water, from flowing through. And they've definitely been successful in reducing the rates, but in terms of eliminating the risk altogether, that's a, that's a tall order.
0: This is definitely one story we will continue to watch as it unfolds. I would like to thank John Haggerty and Patrick Barnard for their insight and expertise. Rail Group On Air will come back in two weeks with another podcast. I'm Bill Wilson with RTNS Magazine. And thanks for listening. I will see you down the line.